Welcome to On Call with Insignia, where we ring up founders, innovators, and technologists, wherever they are. We talk about the amazing work they do, the mental frameworks that guide them, and the opportunities they see in the future. Let's dial in. Today we have with us uh, Lin Pham, uh, founder and CEO of Rosivan, On Call from Ho Chi Minh. I'm a big fan of uh, Lin, and uh, I think uh, Logivan still holds a record for uh, the fastest investment investment decision that Insignia has made uh, so far. Um, and you know, we met Lin uh, at uh, Topical Founder Institute. We liked her uh, from the moment we saw her and decided very quickly that we want to, to back her. Uh, she's a former Goldman Sachs technology analyst and a graduate of Cambridge University. And uh, she, she actually also uh, uh, you know, grew up in a family of uh, uh, truckers and shippers. Um, so she's been uh, living with this problem um, since since she was young. So and, and Lin uh, founded Logivan, which is a pioneer and a market leader in the disruption of the highly fragmented logistic industries in Vietnam. Uh, Lin has won uh, prestigious awards, including the best startup at Rice Conference and the pitch at Palace Global 2018. And uh, she has appeared in more than 50 TV and media appearances, including Forbes, Tech in Asia, E27, and Business Insider. So uh, thank you, Lin, for joining us today. Um, we always like to start by getting to know the origin story, right? Um, starting from you know your your you know where you grew up, the UK education at Cambridge and a career start at Goldman Sachs, and you know how do you decide to uh, become a founder and start Logibank? Hey, thanks for um, having me today, and I uh, would like to share a little bit of a story about how I started Logibank in the first place. So uh, I was in the UK uh, for a long time and I looked how the UK was growing versus how Southeast Asia was growing and I absolutely loved the trajectory uh, of uh, Southeast Asia and Vietnam at that time was growing very fast and I decided to return to Southeast Asia to find a big opportunity to work on and so I, I went into the heavy industries which is the manufacturing plants that my business uh, family business owns and we own 10 trucks and up and seeing that all the 10 trucks were returning empty all the time, uh, that was the moment of realization that the market is huge yet it's so fragmented and the trucks, uh, over 70% of truck returns are empty. And it was the defining moment uh, for me and I wanted to start Logivan to unify the, consolidate the truck, fragmented trucking market in Vietnam and to make sure that the matching efficiencies uh, get better and um, 100% of trucks are running uh, full load and not returning empty anymore. So that is how uh, I started Logivan um, slightly over two years ago. Great introduction. Uh, I remember you said something, is it on LinkedIn? I think you also uh, shared the story on LinkedIn, which is that if I waited until everything was perfect, Logivan would still be at zero today. Um, I think we, in our audience, we also have a lot of founders, right? Uh, on whether and when they should uh, start a company. So what was the exact epiphany that uh, gave you the sort of inspiration and because you had a successful career in Goldman, uh, you know, what was the exact tipping point that, you know, caused you to start Logibank? So my favorite book has always been The Lean Startup by Eric Ries. And this Lean Startup methodology uh, has been the guiding light for my uh, entrepreneurial uh, career, entrepreneurial journey there will never be uh, the right time to start a business. There will always be something that you will see as the obstacles to building the first prototype, to getting the first customer, to getting the first uh, check in your bank. 
And so the most important thing um, about this is to start small, to start nimble, um, and to be flexible. As you build the first MVP, as you build the first product, getting your first uh, customers, is, and then reiterate along the way. Um, we built the first MVP, the first website, and we secured the first domain after one day. And this has always been our mantra, is that we start testing something, we do it fast, and then we move on. Fantastic. Uh, no, that's a great, uh, great adage. You know, when you first started Logivan, uh, there wasn't any, any players, right? Um, and there was no sort of, uh, I guess there were global role models that we can talk about. But uh, what was your process on determining the you know, pain points of these structures and then coming up with the first product to uh, address the inefficiencies in the industries? So we, uh, we went out and we spoke to a lot of truckers that uh, we know of or at the parking stations that we went to. And the common theme that we found is that uh, they often have uh, empty truck returns. They often have idle trucks. And their majority of their time is actually for not for driving trucks, but to find jobs, to negotiate for the pricing of each job. And so we see that this is an, um, uh, a problem of optimization. So their time should be spent more on driving, not fighting and negotiating for jobs. Because as the more they drive, the more they can earn. And so we really want to solve the inefficiencies problem of the industry and to bring more income to help the truckers, the small independent truck owner operators to expand their business and to improve their cash flow as well. Because they need the cash upfront for a lot of uh, their immediate expense, such as fuel, tolls, insurance, inspection, maintenance, all of these things need to be paid upfront. Uh, and then we want to solve this problem for them too. Fantastic. Um, and, and we may have listeners that are not familiar yet with uh, Vietnam. Um, so what are the unique aspects in, in Vietnam, right? In terms of hiring talent and also working in the trucking industries. So what are some of the things you have learned? And uh, you know, I think for, for our listeners, are not familiar with Vietnam, what would be something you want to share? Okay, so the in Vietnam we have a lot of uh, good technical universities and people are very hardworking. So in terms of hiring tech talent, it's not a, a big problem for us. Uh, the process and the, the the hiring pipeline has always been filled with good applicants, like technical applicants. And secondly, for working in the trucking industry, it is uh, very interesting. Uh, for us uh, in Vietnam, um, we are building a technology trucking company and the people who often work in the trucking industry are usually very different from the tech uh, people. And so bringing these two types of people together into one company is a challenge because one is uh, more used to the traditional way of doing trucking, of doing logistics and the other wants to change it. And how do we create the best environment? How do we uh, create the, 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 the right combination of policies and of uh, resources to support both types is, is always uh, an interesting challenge for us. Oh, fantastic. And, and, and I think there was a point that you spoke about which I wanted to uh, uh, dig deeper, which is, uh, you know, uh, you, you mentioned about working closely with truckers and figuring out their pain points, right? Um, uh, I want to talk a little bit about the shippers as well, uh, which ranges from corporates to SMEs. Um, how does the fragmentation look like on both sides? And uh, how do you get adoption uh, 
you know, um, for, for both crafters and shippers, and also for the shippers, the difference between the SME and the corporates. So currently, uh, it's, it's the fragmentation and the uh, underutilization that uh, makes the shippers very difficult to book a truck last minute. And this has been our uh, point of entry since the beginning when we launched our marketplace to allow SME shippers to connect with the truck drivers. And for the SME shippers, when they, have, uh, they, when they need a truck tomorrow, they usually have to call multiple brokers and multiple truckers today to ask for quotes. And then they have to wait uh, an hour or more to get the quotes back because nobody uh, is uh, have the price to all the routes instantly. Nobody uh, has the answers because the market is fragmented. And so after getting all of these quotes back, the SME shipper then have to negotiate hard uh, for different uh, brokers. And then once they finish that negotiation process, it's already been a couple of hours. So you see the booking process is very uh, time consuming, very labor intensive, and then uh, if you don't finish the negotiation before 5 p.m., then the price increase sharply after 5 p.m. Because the brokers and the truckers know that uh, you are in need of a truck and you are desperate. And this is a, a very a big problem for SMEs because how they ensure that their, their, their customers get their cargo in time for tomorrow is deter it's determined by how good, uh, how good and how advanced they book their truck uh, in advance before. So this has been our uh, kind of uh, biggest uh, problem to solve is how do we create an instant price so that we can guarantee a truck for the SME shippers when they have the spot needs, when they need a truck urgently for tomorrow. And this has been uh, our key focus for the last year when we launched our AI model called Apple. This is uh, an instant pricing model that nobody else in the market has that no logistics company in the market uh, has the instant price to all the routes and all the truck types and all the cargo types. And this has allowed the SME shipper to decide instantly to whether they can ship tomorrow or not. And this brings speed and reliability to the spot market in Vietnam. And this has uh, been our key point of entry into the corporate market as well. Because the corporate shippers, they also have spot needs. About 20% of their needs are spot and 80% of their needs are stable, regular volume uh, contracts. And so if we can solve the 25% of their spot needs efficiently, we can build up the trust with the corporates and then the corporates then later on convert their uh, regular volume with us. They bring that regular volume to us as well. Also the corporate shippers, they need a they need a more lean and efficiency in their operation, uh, internal operations. And they often have uh, trouble reconciliation uh, with, from different truck suppliers that serve them for different uh, routes. And they cannot control the trucking suppliers uh, during uh, onboarding, uh, loading and offloading uh, the, the, the cargo. And they need a way to centralize all of this information, the documents, and then the management, the control of the truck in transit. And then we can provide them that. No, uh, fantastic. Uh, actually, I wanted also to talk about the, uh, the uh, Apple, which is uh, you know, one of my favorite parts of the, the tech platform. Uh, you know, I think big fan of the uh, engineering team that you have built, which is one of the strengths of Vietnam. 
Um, I wanted to also um, talk about a little bit on the um, truck matching capability that you have and some of the other uh, modules that you are building um, that would help the truckers and shippers on both sides. Uh, how does this uh, enhance the capability of both truckers and shippers? Uh, you know, you talk about Apple. Uh, are there any interest, other interesting mechanics and uh, modules that you're building? Sure. So Apple essentially uh, analyzes the market demand and supply and then give out a price instantly to the shippers on our platform. It also gives the instant price offers to the truckers as well. But the interesting part is that it doesn't give just one fixed price to the truckers. It gives the price personalized to each trucker. And this has allowed us to see um, whether a trucker is going to accept uh, a lower price and thus increasing the margin and the spread on our platform. And for the truckers, um, why personalization is so important is that truckers own different uh, types and models of truck. They have different ways of driving that can be more or less fuel efficient. And so because fuel accounts for around 30 to 40% of each shipment's cost, logistic cost, so the way they drive and the truck model they own is very uh, determining factors of the price that they are going to accept. And so the price needs to be personalized to each trucker. And we have those points like the truck models, like the truck types and how reliable the truck driver is and how he has been bidding of the past two years on our marketplace. We have these data points and we can improve and train our personalized Apple for the, each trucker. And in terms of uh, truck matching, we have uh, built a recommendation engine for logistics, which is a matching system powered by AI as well. So before um, on the marketplace, typically uh, we would send out notifications and job offers to the truckers with the suitable truck type and the nearby in the nearby location to the pickup uh, location. And this may result in that we send the notification and the offers to thousands of truckers, which is not ideal because that means that for each trucker, they would receive a lot of notification, a lot of job offers. And so the chance of actually winning the job is low for them. So how do we improve this process? We have, we, we, we have built uh, an AI model uh, to match the right trucker more smartly by finding the right truck that is going to arrive at the destination, at their destination, at the pickup location in a couple of days. So it's a question about whether the model can predict when and where the trucker is going to be empty and available to take the job from the pickup location rather than their absolute location at the current moment. So this has been the major uh, change in the matching process from Logivan. And for the truckers, that means receiving less notification, less job offers, but more quality, but with more quality, and they can win more uh, of the jobs. So last year, Vietnam was on the headlines a lot because of the trade war. And we have seen the global diversification of supply chain, and that has benefited Vietnam's, uh, you know, especially uh, uh, manufacturing industry in particular. Um, how, how did that uh, affect your operations and then uh, how is it playing out with you know recent global you know slowdown especially China um, and what's your view of the future? 
Yes, so as the companies are diversifying their operations and their manufacturing their plants away from China uh, amid the uncertainty uh, between the China and US trade war. So we see that the Southeast Asia is the main beneficiaries from, from this because of the lower labor costs, uh, stable governments, uh, stable currency, and um, a more kind of, uh, uh, kind of diversification of their supply chain. And this is going to impact positively uh, on the logistics sector in Vietnam within the next couple of years and in the long term. And also, it's also uh, it also drives uh, a lot of the um, of, of the uh, production and the consumption uh, within Vietnam as well. And this is uh, going to be our core focus for this upcoming years. Fantastic. I just want to wrap it up, uh, you know, uh, and, and ask you, you know, in the logistics journey, you know. Um, you have taken Logivan from you know, zero to where it is today. Well, how does the day-to-day -day look like for you uh, as a founder? And then uh, you know, as Logivan scales up, uh, what do you look forward to doing from a leadership perspective? So I think for the day-to-day -day like, uh, there's no day that is similar to the yesterday. And for um, the founder's roles and responsibility, right? Uh, it involves uh, the uh, financial stability of the company is number one. Number two is setting business strategy and product strategy for the business. And number three is uh, executive hiring. And number four is uh, upkeeping the culture of the company. So these are the four main uh, roles and responsibilities of a founder. And as the company gears up for the next stage of growth, uh, we have to grow ourselves. We have to grow ourselves faster than the company is growing itself. Because at each stage, it requires a different set of skills and it requires a different set of, uh, of executives. As a, as a founder, uh, you always need to look for opportunities to improve the company structure, improve the company organization as we grow really fast. And also whether an executive is going to be suitable for the next stage of a company. Previously, um, in a, an early stage uh, startup, uh, executives need to be very versatile, very uh, up for doing anything. But as the company progresses towards uh, growth stage, executives need to be more specialized. They need to have more experience under their belts, and they need to be able to manage a large team and ensure that the culture and the motivation and the alignment between hundreds of people are going to be the same when we had 50 people, when we had 20 people. So these are the constant challenges that uh, a startup founder has to, has to think about every day. Thanks for taking time to share your insights with us, Lin, and also thanks for giving us the opportunity to partner with Logibank. Uh, you know, good luck uh, and uh, Thank you, best. thank you, Yinglan. For more episodes, you can head to Insignia Business Review at review.insignia.vc. Or you can head to Spotify, iTunes, Waves, or wherever you listen to your podcasts.